penalty. We can't change anything you, in the interview, can we? Say so far, it's a penalty or not? I think it's soft, but I think it is a penalty. Then <laughs> <laughs> so, we can stop the interview because I only want to talk to people who they have a little bit of understanding of football. Sorry, I'm really. I know you're angry, but. Welcome to the Dirty Tackle Podcast. This is take two for us. Uh, apparently our first attempt at this episode was so awful that Ryan's computer just shut itself down and refused to, refused to record. <laughs> it just Rejected destroyed us. all evidence of it. <laughs> Do not buy Apple products, people. That's all I can say. Fair play. So once again, I am Brooks Peck, editor of DirtyTackle.net and Howard Magazine at WhatHoward.com. And I am here with my two co-hosts, Mr. Ryan Bailey and Mr. Theo Messi. Hello. Yo. Ryan, how are you? What are you wearing? And how are you treating your computer? Uh, technological uh, difficulties aside, Brooks, I'm very well. Thank you for asking. Uh, I am wearing my Wimbledon FC shirt underneath several layers because I'm in my garage where my studio is and it is freezing at the moment. But uh, yeah, my Wimbledon shirt earlier in the week, something very, very special happened to the club I support. Finally got planning permission approved to build the new stadium for the club where the old stadium used to be on Plough Lane in SW19. Stones throw from that lovely tennis club you Americans love so bloody much. And um, (laughs) yeah, uh, it's going to be it's going to be fantastic. New stadium coming in 2019 for us. Very happy. That's fantastic, Ryan. We're very happy for you. So, right. Ryan, good, f- good for you and your computer. Is there any news <laughs> about? Is there any news about the activation zone of the tunnel club they're going to have there? Can you uh, reveal anything uh, for us? I don't have any news on that. I don't think, but I would assume the activation zone will be at least as big as the pitch. I mean, it being as important as the football these days. Exactly. Uh, I think they'll have clowns. It'll be sponsored by three different betting companies. Uh, <laughs> there'll be an area where you can have selfie stick duels, like sort of, you know, like, you know, old English dueling and stuff. It'll be great. It'll be That's great, good. Brooks. That's I can't good. hardly wait. Yeah. And um, oh, by the way, um, there has been talk because we're a fan owned club. They want to get some fan owned clubs, uh, the, uh, the first game at the stadium, to be with another fan owned club. So uh, I think Barcelona, Real Madrid, Bayern Munich. What do you think? That sounds about right to me. Yeah, maybe all three. Why not? Yeah, do a whole tournament. I'd love to see them roll through the Wimbledon FC activation zone. <laughs> what, a, what a time to be alive! What a, a sight that would be! Oh, if we've got a tunnel club and I get to see Lionel Messi looking at the bottom of his boots as he walks That's what down the tunnel. Oh, wonderful! Yeah. And clowns? <laughs> yeah, of course. Oh, everything's made better with clowns. Get the cabbage face paint going. It'll be great. It'll be fantastic. <laughs> I mean, yeah. why why not carry over such a tradition from the old stadium to the new? Yeah, by, by 2019, Luke Shaw will be playing for us as well. It'll be amazing. <laughs> well, maybe we'll hear more from Luke Shaw in a bit. But for now, Theo, how Doubt are it. you and what are you wearing? Uh, I'm doing great. I, you know, took the time from, from round one. Uh, I went domestic. Theo Messi, I cleaned my house. I, I cleaned up for you guys. Wow, so nice. I'm ready to... To put on a better show than the first one, uh, I'm wearing just all head to toe, all head to toe Adidas. It's uh, it's my version of a come and get me plea <laughs> to the three stripes. It's more of like a come and just give me free stuff. Um, yeah. Well, so yeah, you got Leo. Just just add Theo. We'll we'll be making it like Miss Cleo. I mean, the the, <laughs> that's lovely rhyme here. But if you really wanted to go after Adidas in that way, why didn't you wear like all Puma and make him jealous? No, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> it doesn't. 
He's trying to butter them up. No, this is my this is my first uh, come and get me merchandise plea, and I don't think it works like that. Well, you're wearing all the Adidas. They're like, oh, that guy doesn't need any free shit. Not like Brooks and Ryan. They need all <laughs> no, he's like, he, he rides with the brand. It's like if you want to join up with the Lewandowskis, maybe be like the third member. You know, you'd be wearing your Robert Lewandowski jersey every day to try and catch their eye. Come on, it's simple. I mean, Adidas does have Team Messi, so it makes sense you try and get in on that. Yeah, yeah it's true. That's true. Brooks, what are you wearing? Uh, well, I put on my nice fancy suit. I'm wearing my tie, my bow tie, and I got my oh, yeah. my tails and everything because I was all prepared to go to the Everton Christmas party, but then Big Sam went and canceled it on me. What? That's what you think. Yeah. So Big Sam, Grande Sam Allardici, canceled the Everton Christmas party, even though he got them up to 10th place, working his magic, got a big draw in the Merseyside Derby. and uh, Yeah, he did. He's not having it. He said he wants the team in better position before they can celebrate. He doesn't want them distracted during this key uh, festive period with all these matches going Brooks, on. Brooks, I hate to break this to you. One of two things has happened. Either Big Sam has uninvited you and they're doing the party anyway, or <laughs> the players are just going to have their own party. Wayne Rooney is not going to go without a Christmas party. He's, he comes from Man United culture, Brooks. He's going to be like, right, lads, right, lads, uh, uh, no Christmas party this year, but uh, uh, we'll all go down the strippy. I'll, I'll go and get an Uber to someone's Volkswagen, <laughs> and uh, I'll make some headlines in the paper. How's that sound? Hey, hey, you right? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Big Sam said it's not need- needed at the moment because of the position we're in and when I first arrived here. I told the players I will pay them back when they come out of the Christmas season and into January in better position. They can go and socialize at the right time. As a manager, it was very important that the players in today's environment with social media were not seen to be enjoying out, out enjoying themselves too much. See, keyword seen. I think, I think I know Big Sam's an upstanding gentleman. He never, never told a lie in his life. You know, uh, was unfairly fired from the England job. Clearly, clearly, but. I think he's going to still have a Christmas party. Big Sam never says no to a pint of wine and unlimited pies. <laughs> well, even if he did cancel it, as we saw with uh, when Harry Redknapp tried that trick with Spurs, the players just had it behind his back. So I'm sure yeah, they're exactly. partying. No, they're all having it together. Yeah, Wayne Wayne's going to bring out some raw meat. Uh, <laughs> Big Sam's going to bring the liquor. It's going to be lit. And I wasn't invited, so... I'm just picturing you, Brooks, like that Friends episode where Ross thinks he's going to go to the prom with Rachel and he's just standing at the top of the stairs in his in his tux and watching yeah. Rachel walk out the door with her date. It's it's gonna, that's you. That's you right now. Just me and my pet monkey. Rachel's Big Sam. Yeah, exactly. Just me and my pet monkey crying into a pint of wine. Come on, Brooks. We were on a brick. <laughs> that was my Big Sam. <laughs> anyway. Oh, God. A lot is happening in the Dirty Tackle Fantasy League. Sweet, sweet fantasy, Brooksy. Download the Taga app and check it out for yourself. Uh, in game week 16, El Bobo finished top in our foursome. What? If young Bobo don't trust you, I'm going to shoot you. 122 points. He just edged me out by one point. I had 121. He had 122. Ryan Bailey with 108. A very disappointing showing for Ryan. And then Theo, of course, with his six Lacazette points. Finishing in 169th place. Yeah. But with 169 points, 169.5 yep. to be exact, and first overall in Game Week 7 was Spurs supporter Michael Kemp. Congratulations, Michael. You bested all of us. Uh, Attaboy, Kemp dog. But Kemp. it just keeps rolling. Kempy, Kempy. It Kempy. just keeps rolling. So in uh, Game Week 17, Bobo again on top. 
with 130. I have 102. Ryan has 95. Uh, Theo has what? nothing at all. Did Lacazette not play in the midweek match? Nah. Apparently not, because Theo got nothing there. So, uh, but Arsenal supporter... I don't do midweeks. Arsenal supporter Hetep, H-E-T-E-P, uh, is first with 175.50. So, it's all going down. So, there's that. Yeah. Yeah, it's all happening. Dirty Tackle Fantasy League. Download that Taga app and join us. We'll make your fantasies come true. Give me a little fantasy Brooksy. Come on. Ryan? Sweet, sweet fantasy Brooksy. You tell us the Taga scores. I'm Ring usually winning, but not this week. Gang, gang. I'm starting to understand why Ryan's uh, computer rejected that last recording. the audio wasn't nearly at an octave high enough to be recognized to the normal the computer just flashed up a message it's like one more bad falsetto song and i'm freezing again and losing your recording i warn you all right yeah let's keep this rolling before that happens dirty tackles of the week ryan start us off what you got dirty tackle of the week uh, my dirty tackle, Brooks. I'm sorry to do this, Mac computer, but my dirty tackle is all about respect. Just a little bit respect <laughs> for Mourinho. Uh, it's Joseph Mourinho. Joseph Mourinho. Joseph Mourinho. I'm dirty tackle. You're gonna lose it. <laughs> is everybody still there? Am I still here? Do I still exist? For the moment. What year is it? <sighs> Uh, yes, Josie Mourinho, I'm dirty tackling. And this is for oh. last week's Manchester derby, his behaviour thereafter, uh, in arguably inciting some trouble in the tunnel. No tunnel club at Old Trafford, so no uh, very rich people got to see Edison throwing, oh, was it like custard pies? Someone threw some milk. Milk, milk and water. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I think um, Luke Shaw threw a trident. Someone killed a guy. Uh, it, was, uh, it, got, it got pretty intense. Um, but basically... The quote from Mourinho afterwards, apparently he said during the incident, I think to Edison, possibly in Portuguese, you fucking show respect. He, it's, it's the same kind of thing he requested when, uh, was it Conte's Chelsea, when they were hammering him and he said, don't celebrate so much, show some respect. This coming from, guys, the guy who basically made his reputation in the English-speaking world by sliding on his knees in his suit down the Old Trafford touchline as Porto manager. It was respectful knee slide, he's, Ryan. He's lecturing yeah. you on respect yards away from where he showed the least respect it was possible. Very Not only did he get on one knee, he got on two knees. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. I, he was bowing indeed, down. Indeed. Double respect. <laughs> All he needed was to be doused in milk and he'd have done full Mourinho at that point. No, but we're, that's where we are in 2017. I've decided in 2017 I don't like Jose Mourinho in general, not just because of this, but because I used to find him charming and fun. I used to think, yeah, okay, he won the Champions League, obviously knows what he's doing. But these days... He's making Man United look as boring as he did under Van Gaal. He's quite an unpleasant person. The stuff with Eva Caniero obviously didn't help his reputation. He has basically broken Romelu Lukaku in half. He's only scored as many <laughs> goals as Wayne Rooney uh, in the Premier League. And as we know, I, uh, there's a long-standing bet that Wayne Rooney won't score yeah. more than Ryan, how many a certain amount of goals. He's not going to break that. It's not important. It's not important. I think he's or, already or made the bet. projection. It's not even Christmas yet. He's eight now. You said mm. seven. Wayne Rooney mm. proving you wrong. What about the fact that Mourinho isn't very nice, though? Do you see what I did there? No, no, That's no, called no, whataboutism. No, I deflected. doesn't matter because I like to speak with people that know at least a little bit about the game of football. Oh. Are you just pivoting to your DT here? Is that what you're doing? Well, hold on. Before we get to Theo's, mm. Ryan, how can you not be entertained by all things Jose Mourinho? So before the match even started... 
he called out City players for diving. And then during the match, one of his players gets booked for diving. That's just tremendous, tremendous work. Hypocrisy, yes, yes. Like the respect thing. Go on. I'm hopeful that Bobo can play the clip of when he was asked about this irony by Jeff Shreves in the post-match interview, and his response to it was hilarious. He just tried to blow it off. It was really funny. And what do you think about that situation? Bearing in mind, you said, I feel that Manchester City players go down too easily. True. Yet, do you not, it's not almost ironic that your player is booked for diving. Okay. But then, then he starts a milk fight. He starts a milk fight... The Great Lactose War of Manchester, 2017. He kicks it all off with his ridiculous request to have them shut down their music and not celebrate so much in their own dressing room. It's just tremendous. I don't know how you can take issue with him. He's the reason we had all of this. Um, well, I take issue with him for the aforementioned things. You say the reasons why he was he made the game interesting. There's quite a big reason why he made it disinteresting, the way he set up his fucking team, I'd say. Mm. What's well, irrelevant. Ryan, as you <laughs> know, true. at this point the, the in football's irrelevant. career, Come on. the football is irrelevant. It's all about <laughs> the before and after the match. Okay. It's all about the activate from activation zone to uh, press. Jose Mourinho is like his own activation zone. He's a live wire human activation zone. And you better Jose, get the fuck the out of the human line. activation zone Mourinho. That's his new nickname. I suppose as long as you're spending lots of money, you're good on social media, and you've got an interesting manager, who cares what happens on that big rectangle, exactly. huh? It's all that Fair matters. Enough. Yeah. You spend all that money on players. It's just for the social media and for Jose Mourinho to misuse them mm. and make it interesting. That's all that matters. I did like what he said about the ref, though. He was like, he's like, I think he had a good game. He, he tried his hardest, but he made one terrible mistake, so he's dead to me. <laughs> it was something <laughs> like exact that. Words. That was a That's an exact quote. But that yeah, was, that was, that was the gist. That was exact quote. And Theo, perhaps uh, managers of higher claim in the Premier League moaning about things referees have done might pivot nicely to what you wanted to talk about today. Well, I just don't understand why, you know, Jurgen Klopp apparently went from being, you know, the nicest, jolliest, uh, normal, shiny teeth man in football to getting his Firmino shine on <laughs> the big bucks of the Premier League. And now he thinks he's an asshole. Like, what's up with that? Did you see what he did to the uh, the journalist after his Everton Derby yeah. weekend? He got a bit testy, didn't he? Yeah, he was a real dickhead. <laughs> Let's pump something. He's straight up mean to this guy. I mean, this is a guy that, you know, will hug people on the street. He'll film videos with your mum in the grocer parking lot, you know, if you're an Everton fan. <laughs> He's supposed to be the jolliest man in the Premier League. And around the holiday season, I expect a little better from Jurgen Klopp not to call out a journalist and say that he would prefer to at least speak to someone with at least a little knowledge of the game of football. Mm. I think it's soft, but I think it is a penalty. <laughs> well, then we can stop the interview because I only want to talk to people that have a little bit of understanding of football. Sorry, I'm really... I can't... You're angry, but... It's just mean. So I'm going studs up for Jurgi. I'm kind of with you on this one. I was unimpressed with this interview. To be fair, at the end of it, he did say uh, very quietly and very quickly, I'm sorry for everything I just said. But that doesn't really <laughs> make up for what he did just say. And I think I made this point on Twitter. If that was Jose Mourinho who reacted like that, who acted like that to a journalist, we'd all be up in arms. But because it's Jurgen Klopp, because he's the big teddy bear who we love and he's such a character who can do no wrong, then it's fine. Well, it's not fine. I'm with you on this, DT. Thank nah, you. Nah, he threw a hissy fit because he couldn't handle Sam Allardici's low block. It's yeah, like, exactly. Exactly. You know, what do you what do you expect? Here's an you idea, Jurgen Klopp. Why don't you start Firmino and Coutinho in one of your biggest bloody Premier League games of the season instead of complaining about a penalty. Jesus. Jesus. So 1-1 draw in the Merseyside Derby. 
Then he follows that up with a nil-nil draw against West Brom mm. uh, in the middle of the week. I mean, clearly Jurgen Klopp doesn't care about results anymore. He's going the Mourinho route. He's just in it for the uh, for the new teeth but that, and the and the interviews. But Brooks, it genuinely doesn't matter what Jurgen Klopp does. It genuinely doesn't matter that he's got a worse winning record than Brendan Rodgers because eh, he'll just get a ten year contract. They'll make a statue of him outside Anfield tomorrow. It's fine. He's great. Well, it's it is kind of baffling because after two results like that. I mean, even though they are coming off a 7-0 win in the Europa League before that, and, you know, some big results before that, um, after those two results, you would think most managers at a top-four club would be under threat. They would be starting to get rumblings of of, uh, job security issues, but... Jurgen Klopp, you don't hear that stuff with him. No, no, know. this is good. He's he's playing it very low key. It's the MLB baseball winter meetings, so all of the Liverpool heads are down <laughs> yeah, they're in busy. Tampa, Florida, making trades and getting their luxury tax set up. So you know, Jurgen Klopp, he knows he's good. He can piss off journalists. He can do whatever. That's, he's he's being, he's being a little spicy in the holiday season. He has timed these these results very well for when the Fenway ownership group are most distracted. That's that's a good point, Theo. Hmm. Jurgen out, big poppy in. Yeah, he's got some smarts in those new white teeth of his. All right, so I'm going to move things out of the Premier League for my Dirty Tackle of the Week. Let's go to Italy. Let's grab some necks. And let's talk... Uh, Where? On the front little... or the back? Uh, at the back, of course. Don't ask dumb questions. Gotta grab the back of the neck. Sorry. So Lazio lost to Torino at the weekend. Uh, it was a big loss, upsetting loss for Lazio supporters. Um they were aggrieved by the referee's performance. Chiro Immobile was sent off just before halftime. Uh, Torino handball went uncalled. And so referee Piero Giacomelli was the target of Lazio fans' ire. And so they want to get back at him. So first, they tracked down his secret Facebook page using the pseudonym Jack O'Melly. Get Who is it? he? Kevin Durant? Piero Giacomelli. Jack O'Malley, get it? So clever. So they tracked this down, and he, he shut it down, his, his Facebook page. So next they figured, okay, how can we get to him now? So then they figured out he owns or he owned a cafe in Trieste, Cafe Rossetti. And so they decided to hit up Cafe Rossetti on TripAdvisor and inundate it with bad reviews. So they made up all these fake bad reviews just to get even with him on TripAdvisor. I like that. I like that. A very modern football thing that I'm sure Ryan enjoys. Ugh. The only issue here, he doesn't own the cafe anymore. He sold it. He's That's, that's old Ooh. news. So they're leaving bad reviews on a cafe that he used to own. And I take issue with this because that is really dumb. <laughs> what does he care about the, the TripAdvisor reviews about a cafe he used to own? So that's stupid. Lazio fans, get some better revenge. Uh, that's that's just dumb. But maybe they thought he still owned it, and then that would be just amazing. Killing his side hustle like that. <laughs> Devastating. Well, yeah, but they need to do better research because he doesn't own it anymore. And, uh, yeah, n- no one ever uh, mistook a bunch of Lazio ultras for the uh, sharpest tools in the shed. I'm on their TripAdvisor page, the Italian TripAdvisor page for Cafe Rosetti. There are 14% very bad reviews. Uh, one star review says, uh, I asked for Fonzies and they gave me leftovers. I'm not sure Fonzies has been translated. <laughs> hey. uh, one says disappointment. One says disorganized and expensive. So there you go. The, the Lazio fans are having their say <laughs> genuinely on this TripAdvisor page. But uh, 
you know, go on Yelp. Don't go on TripAdvisor Italians. That's for like when you go to hotels. What's wrong with you? Well, this is just a part of a larger nonsense from Lazio as a club. I mean, uh. they're they're just very upset with their treatment in Serie A, so much so that the chairman of the club has threatened to remove the club from Serie A and avoid the whole consp- the anti-Lazio conspiracy within the league that he Oh no, perceives. Lazio, so don't go. Just shutting it down. Please don't shutting go. Down they're going to no, take stay. their TripAdvisor reviews and, and leave. So he's going to play hacky sack. Okay. Whatever will we do go, without but... your massively racist right-wing fans, Lazio? Please stay. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah, the world so... needs you now more than ever. So Lazio taking L's left and right. Uh, that's It's a shame. Wonderful. Anyway, those are our Dirty Tackles of the Week. Now I think we have a word from our sponsor, a, a new sponsor for us. Let's, let's roll that, Bobo. Mm. Hello, I am Jose Mourinho. When I lose at home to a hated rival, then get upset when they play music too loud, I always ask for a nice big carton of milk to be thrown at my head. Yes, it happens because I want it to. No other reason? I ask for it. Delicious milk. So tasty. I want it all over me. Pep Guardiola does not drink milk. This is why he is bald and I have hair. It is also why City players fall down. Weak bones. My players uh, only fall down because they are fouled. Referees do not see this. Maybe they need to drink more milk. In conclusion, City are weak. Turn down your music. Drink your milk. Referees are the worst. Delicious. Dirty Tackle, uh, this is Luke Shaw, I play for Manchester United, I've played a game this week, they let me out from the cage, I went on the field and I'd done a game, I'd done nearly 90 minutes, it was amazing, anyway, come here today, because I want to tell you about the Dirty Tackle podcast, well you know about it because you're listening to it, ain't you? <laughs> but I want you to know that they need money to keep it going, and the way they do that is they go on, they go on this thing called uh, the Patreon.coms, you go on the internet, right, and you go to the patreon.coms slash dirty tackle and you can give them money right you know how like <laughs> i'll get money i'll get i'll get i'll get paid in uh, uh, what jose Bruno calls shit coins they're like bitcoins but he says he says uh, what they're what i deserve but you can give these guys like real dollars or you can give them bitcoins if they're stupid enough to spend them on something but you give them some dollars right give them five dollars you keep them going, they'll be really happy. You give them $10, you get a T-shirt. I once owned a T-shirt, it was really nice. Anyway, Lukey Shore is signing off. Patreon.com slash Dirty Tackle if you want to donate. You know where to find me if you want to let me out or give me some water or something. I'm in that cage under Carrington. Love you, bye-bye. <laughs> All right, I don't know about you guys, but I want some milk now after that uh, that little Jose <laughs> ad there. Ooh, mm. I'm craving it. No milk will ever be our milk. We've got a brand new segment for you. We're going to try out something yes. new. Yes, yes. Uh, we're calling it Social <clears throat> Media Shootout. So here's how, how, here's how this will work. So each one of us will, will take a shot with a uh, social media posting that we find on the internet. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You name right it. Right on there. MySpace even. MySpace. Yeah, MySpace. Well, Friendster. Reddit. If you find something good on Friendster, we'll, 
We'll use that. Netflix. And then one of the other guys will put the goalkeeper gloves on and try and oppose it. Then the third person. Is that what goalies do? They they wake up in the morning, they they put their boots on, they strap their gloves on, they're like, let's just oppose it. Exactly. Yeah, let's oppose it. That's what they say. Sick. Gigi Buffon every morning. That's what he says. So then the third person will be the referee and rule it, you know, see who, who wins that that uh, head-to-head matchup. Mm. It, it'll make sense when we do it. I promise. Maybe. It'll make more sense when we do the theme tune for Social Media Shootout, a.k.a. SMS boy, please don't help me make you crazy and make me feel this way. Yeah. Yeah. This whole Boba segment is a contrivance way. just to get Ryan to sing that song. That's la, 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 the only reason la, we're la, doing la, this. La, 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 la. <laughs> so, Ryan, since you have the, the, uh, the musical chops, let's have you start us off here. I will kick off the shootout. I'm putting the ball down around 12 yards from the goal. Taking my run up here. And Sam Wallace's tweet, which he sent out earlier in the week uh, after Chelsea played against Huddersfield. Uh, And the fans there, uh, this is the Sam Wallace tweet. The fans were singing and he quotes, Champions of England, you'll never sing that. That's what the uh, Chelsea fans sung to Huddersfield. The minor detail that's the problem here is that Huddersfield have been champions of England three times. And they did it. 31 Ooh. years before Chelsea. And I don't know why Ooh. I'm speaking like I'm on Star Trek. <laughs> but that's it. There's my tweet. No. Okay. I'm taking this one, Theo. So you're the referee here. This is absurd. So this is such a pedantic reading of this of this chant. I mean, what, what was it? T- uh, 1925 that Huddersfield won the title? Uh, they won it in 24, 25, and 26. Don't pretend you okay. some goddamn respect to the Roaring Twenties. So all the 100-year-old su- Huddersfield supporters in the stadium that day, I'm sure they sang were champions uh, of England, but no one actually there actually did. I mean, you only sing we're champions of England when you are reigning champions of England. And none of the living Huddersfield supporters can sing that or will be able to sing that in their lifetime. So this is a, this is a dumb reading of that. Whoa. This is this is absurd. Mm. I don't. I think you're being absurd, but for a start, it says you'll never sing that. It's not. They're not yeah. saying champion of England. Future, you won't sing that. This will never win the Premier League. Hang on, we, we we live in a world where Leicester won it. We live in the world where Leicester won the Premier League. You Burnley's can't say that Champions for a start. League. Then they beat Chelsea to the title. Uh, I think they need some more respect here. To quote Jose Mourinho, just a little I bit. I think respect, to call back to bit. titles from 1925 to try and refute this this chant is silly. The point is, Bruce, missing the point. This is th- this plays into the narrative that Chelsea are a bunch of dirty new newcomer no, nouveau riche plastics this because is... they they're not acknowledging the fact that a team had some history and they won this thing quite a long time ago, nearly a hundred years ago, admittedly. But saying champions of England, you'll never sing that. It's a bit like saying they to won't. us, you know, World War Two winners, you'll never sing that. They were World War II winners. It was just a long time ago. They were champions of England just a long time ago. It's the same thing. And also, Brooks, but you are saying we like are champions this. of England when you are reigning champions of England. No, no. Yeah, they're saying champions of England. You'll never sing that. They're saying right. you'll never sing that, or you'll never have sung that. That's what no. They saying. didn't say you never have. They said you never will. It just doesn't ring off the tongue as nice. <laughs> um, well. The the thing the main thing I don't like about this grammar and tenses aside <laughs> is that it's just unnecessarily Chelsea fans rubbing their riches in the faces of poorer clubs. It's like a guy driving a Ferrari pulling up at the lights next to a Honda Accord and going, 
You'll never no. own this. Ryan, car. this is the You'll Premier never League. Own this never car. Get Ryan, this, this is the You'll Premier League. This. this is everyone has their Ferraris in the Premier League. This is just uh, someone who has the uh, yeah. special edition. Huddersfield Town. Aaron Moy plays for them. The, uh, Talk about fac- a Ferrari. Off the factory line Ferrari. This is yeah, well, look, some, some of those look, Ferraris look, were bought. Look, enough of your um, fucking shit. No one is some of those Ferraris were bought in in Yorkshire with honest money, and some of them were bought in <laughs> Russia with very very dirty money. That's that, the difference. That I Jack McPine snackle money—that's not honest yeah. money. <laughs> I'm glad you brought up Jack because Jack is somebody that I want to stay on the good side of. That being said, Ryan scores the penalty. Oh, yeah! over no. the line. Oh! Jack McPine snackle is coming for you, Brooksy. This is. Him and Frank Lampard about to tag each other in. Anti-Chelsea kick, propaganda. Kick down the road. This is, Take that, you uh, fucking Chelsea softies. No, I'm not having that. I, I'm, I'm, I, I want the VAR uh, ruling on this. When you wake up and you put your goalie gloves on, you want to oppose some things, don't rely on grammar. Okay? <laughs> Got to come a little more correct than that. Okay, listen, Brooks, our president doesn't need grammar and neither do you, okay? All right, Theo, what is your, uh, let, let's have your shot here. Okay. The referee has handed me the ball. I'm, I'm walking to the spot. Uh, I stare at the keeper for maybe between five and ten seconds just to intimidate him. Oh, boy. I've, I've now placed the ball down, and this is my shot. The Men in Blazers, 9.31 p.m., Who? 12th of December, 2017. In reference to Doug Jones winning the Alabama Senate race, say this is like watching the Colorado Rapids beat Real Madrid at the Bernabeu. This is an awful tweet. <laughs> I'm going to be on my Lavar. I'm going to be on my Lavar ball shit right now, and they need to stay in their lane. First of all, Theo, okay. I don't know. I, I don't know what these tailors or whatever they are have done to offend you. Yeah. But, uh, is that some kind why of fashion awful podcast, tweet? Theo? Do they do a fashion podcast? The Men in Blazers. It's a ha- it's a half fashion, half American soccer podcast that specializes in poetry and, and politics, apparently graphics and politics. <laughs> huh. No, this is an awful tweet. This is an awful tweet. The men in blazers are fine. I I respect them. They're good for the game in a way. They're some people's cup of tea, probably not ours. But I don't want to hear what they have to say about American politics, especially in this jokey manner as someone that's actually, you know, Oh, God, you're not a stick to sports guy, are you, Theo? I'm not. I'm not. I would be fine for them to, you know, tweet, some honest, uh, productive discourse about it. This joke about the Rapids and, and Real Madrid, I just think is off touch. I know it's crazy that a Democrat won Alabama. It's it doesn't compare to the to the Colorado Rapids beating Real Madrid. <laughs> uh, this is it just it just um, doesn't make sense. Brooks, They're trying to. If you allow me to go and go for this one, go ahead. I'd like to get a glove to this and tip it over uh, past the right hand post, if I may, because I think this is a pretty good analogy for what happened in the political situation. You know, he did win a Democrat seat because you sound in like a the red state of Alabama. <laughs> I mean, this is a st- seat that was, you know, uh, sorry, a state that was won by a Republican president in a landslide in the election. I I'm think it's a asleep. nice little analogy they've got here. I like it. I like it. I, I don't know who these guys are, but I'm going to look into them more because I think this is a good little tweet. No, absolutely yeah, not. I mean... I, like, this is... This is also, what did the Colorado Rapids Amer- do? Are they like a canoeing thing? <laughs> no. It, it's great that, you know, we, we cleared this very low bar of not electing a pedophile to the Senate as, as a group of Americans. Go but- U.S. I don't. I don't need the men in blazers take on that. I'd like to just get on with with all of our lives. Yeah, I think I'm with Theo on this one. I got no issue with the men in blazers Boom. either. But Wayne Rooney, oh. scurry run up, 
bang it straight down the center, <laughs> flip off the goalkeeper. They do yeah. tweet some pretty cringy like analogies between uh, Premier League football and and soccer in general, and general pop culture and political things, and it just seems really forced. And let's leave the uh, the soccer can be compared to everything stuff. Uh, in the plate of my country is not for your stupid humorous MLS tweets, <laughs> Men and Blazers. It's my, it's mine and mine. Yeah, own. everything either has a <laughs> soccer or Game of Thrones analogy for them. So I think I've had enough of that. But don't yeah. need it. Just don't. So need it. So I'm giving that one to Theo. He shoots, he scores. Fine. Boom. All right, it's time to take my shot. I've limbered up. I'm ready to go. Um, I'm in net. I'm ready to oppose. I got I got tape on my wrists. The Europa League. That's that's a thing that's happening. So we're going to talk about the Champions League draw in extra time in a little bit, but. For now, the uh, the Europa League also had their um, knockout stage draw, their last 32 draw, and that paired Arsenal with Swedish club. If a Europa League draw happens in the woods and no one's there to watch it, did it really happen? That's a good question, but we do have some social media evidence that it did happen because if a one-handed clap happens in the Man City activation zone, <laughs> does it make a sound? <laughs> depends how good the contact oh, is, wow. I suppose. Okay, we got some callbacks last week. I like it. So, Arsenal drew Osterunes. O- Osterunes. 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 Osterunes, yeah. I can almost say that. Uh, Swedish club, and uh, they will be facing Arsenal in the Europa League round of 32. So, to introduce mm. themselves to Arsenal, they tweeted at them. They said, See you at the Yamcroft Arena in February. Please make sure that Wenger has fixed his jacket before traveling. It's going to be cold in Ostersund. And they included a gif of Arsene Wenger trying to trying and failing to zip up his jacket as he always struggles. And uh, I enjoyed this immensely. Any any kind of Arsene Wenger jacket zipper joke, I'm down for. Usually, I'm not a fan of the contrived uh, club Twitter banter amongst themselves. I think that seems that's silly and dumb most of the time. But I like this one, so I'm in favor of it. Theo, how can you possibly refute a Wenger zipper joke? Well, considering you don't like this thing most of the time anyways. Well, that uh, just shows how good it is that this one yeah. won me over in spite of in uh, spite of my biases. Uh, I see. Yeah, no. No club-to-club <laughs> social media interaction for me. If they were a serious football club, they would be putting all their resources, marketing team, <laughs> soccer team, Yeezy team, design team, into winning this tie with Arsenal, not digging up old gifts of Arsene Wenger failing to zip up his jacket, which happened like 12 years no, ago. No, this probably. happens the every guy, year. The guy knows how to zip Every time now. he wears a coat, a winter no, coat, he can't zip it up. I won't have it. It's a wash no. joke. There's no way a man of his football acumen, of his genius, has not learned how to zip a coat <laughs> in two decades. I think it's an old gif, and, and it's crap. And if this team was serious about their football, about their Europa League prospects... Oh. They wouldn't be doing this. They would be training day in, day out. Wow. That's save. Miserable. No. Kick save. Yeah. Uh, uh, referee's going to step in here, and that has never been saved in a million years at a penalty. <laughs> that was a, yes. a rocket into the top right. Yes. No one is ever saving that. That is a great... I think that's a really humorous tweet. Theo, where on earth did you get the idea that Wenger's only done the jacket thing once? <laughs> he does it all the fucking time. Come on. No. You can't show me more than three specific examples of it. It's not, I, it's I bet not I can do that. I bet you dozen. I can do that. Yeah. Yeah. At least a yeah, dozen. T- yeah. Tweet your Wenger zipper gifts to at uh, Theo Messi DT on Twitter and, uh, and show him how wrong he is. 
Prepare for the zipper landslide. Oh, that- I can't wait till they're all the same gif of the goddamn <laughs> zipper. I like this one because this tweet is actually accurate because it probably will be cold in Ostersund as well. Exactly. I think it's one. I think it's one of those cities that's so far north they get the permanent night in the winter because it's up. It's right up there. Um, so yeah, I think it's accurate. I think it's funny. Ostersunds are a very nice club, a uh, very easy club to like, the way they've risen through the ranks. They've got an English manager, the only English manager oh, outside that's of That's why they're easy to like, because they have an English manager? Well, they're Eng- for, for English-speaking people, I think they've got, <laughs> you've got a good reason to back them, sure. They're just play- I, I like Brooks, I support Wimbledon, I always back the underdog in any occasion, it's my innate thing to do. So obviously, Arsenal are a pretty small club, boom, boom, no, Ostersunds <laughs> are a pretty small club, uh, so I'm backing them. Um, and the, the other fun fact I like about them is they have been in existence for less time than Arsene Wenger has been manager of Arsenal. October 96 is when they came into existence. That's, that's really fun crazy, yeah. That- so he's been not being able to zip up his shit since before that little club <laughs> yeah. ever existed. Yeah. Show some goddamn respect. <laughs> Yeah, their Twitter handle is at OFK underscore 1996. So they're they're very young, very new to the game. But clearly being a young club. Oh, but no, Brooks, the 1996 in, the, in that doesn't refer to the year. It's the amount of times that Wenger has done the zipper thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, that's probably true. And uh, yeah. Theo. Go for Brooks. Yeah, thank you. So who scored here? I scored. Did I scored. Ryan scored. No, we didn't all score. No, Ryan didn't score. Ryan didn't score. Oh, no. I Ryan, that I Ryan did score. score. I say. Oh, no. Brooks saved it. I, I, I don't know. Someone scored. There was it. some scoring going on. and some, it's, not, it's not important. Keeping score isn't important. As Jose Mourinho has taught us, it's what happens before, after, and during. Exactly. It's not the results. Let's just throw some milk. We'll play some loud music, throw some milk around, and call it a draw. We'll, we'll just... Is that what he... Okay. Sure. I think that's it. That's, that's it for regular time on this abbreviated second attempt at a podcast... Uh, join us for extra time where we'll be discussing the Champions League round of 16 draw Romelu Lukaku and what's going on with him is he good is he not good who knows we'll see and we'll also have I know some Mino news a little update to a Mino Raiola saga Mino Mountain the tectonic plates are shifting bitch exactly so get yourself some extra time and join us for that you won't want to miss it thank you to producer Bobo someone who we would only throw milk at if he asked us to never against his wishes only only what he wants all the time on social media we are at dirty tackle on twitter instagram and facebook on twitter i am at brooks tt ryan what is your twitter handle uh at throw milk on me <laughs> um i get a lot of tweets which i don't know what they mean but they sound lovely yeah is that your your side gig ryan making uh, milk videos yeah, kind yeah. of, yeah. Why don't you come find out? <laughs> Theo, what is your Twitter handle? I think we I already gave it out, but let's just remind people so you can get those Wenger zipper gifts to the right place. At Theo Missy <laughs> DT, if you can find me more than 1,996 <laughs> Arson Wenger zipper gaff gifts of a unique style, send them my way. I'm willing to bet you can't, though, you dumbasses. <laughs> Oh, that's that's a challenge. Challenge accepted. That is a challenge. Do not pass up that challenge. So uh, we'll see it either next time or on extra time. But we'll be seeing you either way. Adios, muchachos. Night, night. Night, night, sleepy babies. I assume you're going to bed and not driving. Go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, don't go to sleep while you're Needle driving. Mountain. Lot of whistle.
Blow the whistle. Blow the whistle.